0: Living in a golden age of scripted television right now, Uh, films, not so much, but we can pull up nearly anything on demand or have a disc in our mailbox in just a couple of days. We can download a Kindle edition of most books and be reading them within a matter of seconds. Google and Wiki in our pockets and at our fingertips has turned us all into know-it-alls from any civilized location on the planet. But what if you couldn't read or write? As a senior college football player with a shredded ACL, how are your life prospects? Or, holy Christ, imagine if the filmed image had not yet been invented. What would my career prospects look like, as one who has a degree in the subject? I am Gordon Hyland, and sitting across from me is... Caleb J. Ross. And in this second episode of our second season of Important Question Podcast, we're going to pick one to go without. Well, not really, we're just going to discuss it. I mean, we're not masochists for God's sakes. In designing this kind of odd question, I, I wasn't sure whether these things should be like exclusively denied to us or whether they just simply wouldn't exist in the world at all. Uh, I think it's more of a sacrifice if everyone else has access to them. So let's go under that assumption. Words and moving pictures exist. We just can't understand them in the case of the written or spoken word or forbidden from viewing them in, in uh, motion images, respectively. So on three, three, two, one. tv TV and film yeah
1: yeah Mm
0: -hmm. so we agree i just
1: yeah we do agree uh on very few things but this this we do Uh, i just don't at this time watch a ton of tv uh although i mean i do watch visual mediums a lot Mm -hmm. so but i think i could legitimately just be fine without them it's as simple as that really i just don't watch much tv now so it's really not much of a stretch tv colon could do without it yeah that's about that's the, that's my that's all my contributions yeah all right i'm done gordon and go all right i'll talk for the <laughs> next 18 minutes <laughs> no uh i i think well also i perhaps what we should be doing is maybe i'm going off of false assumptions here but what about uh you know sequential images gifs that sort of mm-hmm. thing um are we doing with or without those
0: uh i think any the idea of moving images in general the whole uh, like a flip book, the persistence of motion thing that causes you to see something as being realistic. Okay. So any moving images, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that now that might change my my thought. Because no gifts for you. Oh, love my gifts. <laughs> <laughs> com couldn't do without those. No, I'd, I'd still stick with it. Yeah. And no TV for me.
0: What about you? Uh, same, same thing. I mean, aside from being out of a job, <laughs> which is uh, ironic a little bit, but yeah, you know, reading is just essential for survival. I'm looking at it as from like a hunter gatherer caveman sort of perspective as I do so many things. It's kind of like anyone who loses any of their other senses. They say that the other ones become heightened right. in theory. So I think I'd become like a super reader, you know? <laughs> One one element that I am curious about is the whole not being part of the cultural conversation anymore So I think I'd find myself downloading like tons of screenplays and scripts I do that anyway, but even more of them just so like did you see uh, Trainwreck? Well, I read the script, you know, I I know all the dialogue, but then you don't There are nuances there that you you won't like know the actor's performance because you've never seen Amy Schumer Like act physically. So it's like I know it was written funnily
1: humorously (laughs) But was she good at it? I don't know. You could still listen to her voice, like you could listen to her albums or yeah, something that's like true. that and maybe get a feel for her. But first of all, I think it, it brings a whole nother angle to the whole douchey thing that a lot of people say was well oh, I read the book, it's much better. Yeah. You know, I don't own a TV. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't understand. i I'm for some reason I made this weird pact with the devil for a podcast. I can't actually understand visual mediums. I, I promise that's the truth.
0: Are you making fun of me? <laughs> But <laughs> it's a far fetched question. I admit
1: <laughs> going even a step further and to say that, no, I read the screenplay, though. That's almost that's it's hipster, man. It's so weird to like think that that could be a legitimate thing that someone says. But yeah. to your point about not being part of that cultural conversation, I actually look at that as almost a freedom. Like, I would love to not have to pretend to care about a lot of the stuff that goes <laughs> on uh, this. This whole thing with Star Wars has been awful with me. Star Wars, as of the airing of this podcast, came out about a monthish ago. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've never seen any of the star Wars movies. And I only mention that fact when star Wars comes up in conversation. Right. So now it's gotten to a point because star Wars is in conversation everywhere. I constantly have to tell people, no, I'm not going to go see it. Why aren't you going to go see it? Because I don't care. Why don't you care? God dang it. It's just the sort of why, why, why question. Finally, I'm like, because I've never seen the original and you're like, oh, Are you better than me? And they look down
0: on you. Yeah, they're judging you. You pulled
1: that from me. I didn't want to offer that to a piece of. You need like a pre-recorded
0: response on your voice recorder on your phone that you can just detail the reasons that you're not a Star Wars person. (laughs) If
1: this if this phone call is about whether or not I like Star Wars, press Press four. If my mom is in the hospital,
0: press two. (laughs) Yeah, I have tried, ladies and germs, uh, faithful listeners of this podcast, to indoctrinate the man, but. He's just, uh, he's he's too far gone at this point. We've lost him.
1: There's so many other movies that I legitimately do want to see that I haven't really seen yet. I don't know. For me, it's, we've talked about this a little bit before. Sitting down to watch a movie to me feels like a waste of time. It's a waste of three hours. Whereas I know someone could say, well, reading, taking two days to read a book, that yeah. takes way more time. You're like, you're absolutely correct. It yeah. does take way more time. It doesn't make any That's sense. why I, I feel agree. the opposite. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. But for some reason, sitting down and not holding something in my hand for that long, which, depending on the type of movie it is, I might be holding something in my hand. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, Talking but about what do you do after
0: the first twenty minutes? Is like, do you watch the minutes, rest of wow. the movie? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Oh. That's why I like gifs. Actually, <laughs> Vine, porno, <laughs> five Vine. seconds of porn, and, and that's all I need. <laughs> when I say that I wouldn't have to become part of the cultural conversation if I didn't enjoy movies. It sadly speaks to the state of literacy in our culture, in that I you really can't be part of a cultural conversation relying just on literacy. I almost think of that as this this uh sacred bastion where I can go there and 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 be by myself and not have to really engage. Nobody talks about the next big book coming out unless it's right. Harry Potter, you know? So yeah. I can be on my own. I can I can do my own thing without having to be involved in that conversation. Um I can just be a recluse if I want to.
0: That it was a point that that I wanted to make as well. I think I'd be more productive by avoiding a lot of those did you see that water cooler conversation mm-hmm. conversations on on monday mornings um yeah i was got kind of excited when uh, mark danielewski was coming out with the familiar because i thought that's a, seri- a series of series um, of books because i thought maybe that'll get us back into reading in a timely fashion like right. you'll want to stay current because that's what people are going to be talking about you don't want to be left in the dust and then when i saw that it wasn't going to be very friendly to my kindle i didn't buy it because it's going to be how many books in the series do you 27 know? yeah i didn't want to devote an entire shelf to that
1: not only that but each volume so far there's been two over 800 pages so it's not really one you could read in a timely manner it's if he was making it more of like a comic book serial so it's you know 20 pages a piece then yeah you can have people actually talk about it but i think it's just too large and i read the first one and it was good enough you did it was bet it was as good not as good as house of leaves by any means but it was better it was more in tune with house of leaves than any of his other stuff and that's i like But I didn't care enough to read another. I couldn't see myself reading the second volume, let alone 27 of them.
0: And comic books, that's something I think that I would take up if I were uh, stricken of the visual image um, to kind of sate my Jones for... You know, to the visual aspect of the story. Um, I've not been really a graphic novel guy very much, but I think I could get into that. Um, I also think I would become a live theater patron because Mm -hmm. that's how you get. I was just saying how I wouldn't be able to to note the acting or the the other stuff, not just acting, but the the mise en scene, as we filmmakers say. All the stuff in front of the camera, the production design, the lighting, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. I couldn't appreciate that. But you go to a live theater, you still get to see the acting. Um, Who knows? Maybe I'd take up acting myself, you know,
1: man. Maybe that would allow me to. Maybe I would retract my answer because the uh, can't do it. No, I'm just not a fan of live theater. You know, as, as Abraham Lincoln's ghost once said, fuck the theater.
0: That's are you enjoying the play, Mrs. Lincoln?
1: <laughs> wow. Every quote is, has been said by Abraham Lincoln. That's something I've learned. Yeah. And so, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't believe anything you read on the internet. Abraham Lincoln. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, It would be weird to still read like paparazzi or uh, celebrity gossip journalism, um, not knowing, you know, the people are actually see pictures of them, but you don't know their work. It's like, oh, I can tell she's pretty or, you know, maybe that she's always falling down all the time in the pictures and the stories I see or She's dating some (laughs) douche nozzle, but you don't know. It's like, is she a good actor? I who knows?
1: Maybe the douche nozzle is very girthy. And that's why she, <laughs> she is has. dating it. The, uh, it's interesting because I, I do have that experience to some degree. Right now, Jen loves, my wife that loves reading like People magazine and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. She watches a lot of the the shitty reality TV shows too. Yeah. But usually I can remove myself from the, the room when that happens. But like she'll watch or she'll read People magazine and I'll see it kind of sitting there. Or it'll be like on the bathroom like thing. So right. as I'm doing my business, I'm like, oh, let me thumb through it. I genuinely don't know who a lot of these people are. And at first I thought that was me sort of being like, oh, I don't need to bother myself with knowing (laughs) these. I'm too cool for that. And now it's because I just, I'm so removed from it and so old that, I legitimately don't know who they are, and right. I legitimately still don't care. So at least that's oh, well, still part of it. Right. I don't want to care, which is good.
0: That, and the, I think that's the overriding factor. Uh, yeah, occasionally I'll see something like on TMZ or whatever, their news stream. i like, I have no idea who these people are because they're all either like rappers mm-hmm. or they're reality TV people who are only famous for being famous, the meta famous, as I called yeah. them in the an earlier episode. I'm like, I, pff, I don't know.
1: <laughs> what a life that would be, though, right?
0: Yeah. I could enjoy music even more if I didn't have the bias of music videos to go mm-hmm. along with them that have tainted us for these last 30 years.
1: That would be interesting to be able to legitimately approach it from a completely blank slate. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's actually... The way it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. would I mean, that like, be Like weird? Janis
0: Joplin. She'd never have a career today. Oh, She's no. She's too ugly. Yeah.
1: Um, the uh, a, a, An author that Gordon and I mutually know, Pablo D'Aster, he mm-hmm. actually had this idea, and he's the kind of guy that would probably do this, and I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't yet, but he wanted to publish a series of books where the only... The only thing you saw was was the cover and had the cover and, and you know, the cover, the title, uh, but it didn't tell you who the author was. There was no author photo. There was no author bio. It was literally just the cover and the title of the work. All of the binding was the same. All of the print and copy was the same and everything. And so that people could hopefully approach it from a truly um, – from a truly, uh, uh you know, yeah. sub- subject or the objective Pepsi challenge. Yeah. Um, but the problem though is of course that so few people read anyway yeah. that no one's going to be attracted by something with only the people who are intellectually and in, in, interested in that kind of thing yeah. would, would see it as a fun experiment. Someone
0: but... would have to curate it and go, look, these are authors you're going to love. Here's a series of 10. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, and then, you know, trust me, you just don't know who's who. And they're going to have to be
1: very short. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. It's like a collection, a story collection of all like, or five page there stories from authors that you probably will like, but we're not telling you who And then are like at the
0: end, there's the, like, the legend. The, here's the gloss, the, you have to the appendix. The sign up for
1: our n- newsletter subscription in yeah. order to find out who. That's what
0: it would really be. Yeah, <laughs> Donate to our Kickstarter. Uh, speaking of that whole thing, I, I would live in the moment a lot more. Because if the, you think about it, you have no prospect of the idea of replaying anything mm-hmm. or YouTube. You know, a lot of times like, ah, do I really need to go to that concert? now? someone's going to post a clip on YouTube tomorrow. I'll check it out. You know, and when you're living life without replay, it forces you to be more, you know, in the moment.
1: Yeah, and I guess that could be a good thing. The other, the other side to that might be that you, uh, because you don't have access to a visual medium, which is by and large an easier to consume narrative stimulus. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't have access to that, you realize that books aren't necessarily going to be a good substitute for you, and so then you learn to sort of avoid narration. From all angles, as much as you possibly can. And you become like less human because you're not involved in emotional discourse or, you know, you completely remove yourself from it. Like I think a couple episodes ago when we talked about the hermit, the 27 year Mm -hmm. hermit or whatever, maybe would you become something kind of like that where you just don't want to be part of it? Um, Probably not. Yeah, because
0: yeah, live action um, interactions are different than than printed ones. You know, yeah.
1: not to our brain, but to our overall psyche. I think yes. I yeah. mean, I've we've talked about it before that the brain—it's called theory of mind—where the brain legitimately doesn't know the difference between person to person or watching uh, emotion as it appears on TV screen or, or being involved in emotion and actually reading it in a book. It's one of the arguments to say that people who read books are actually more social than those who don't uh, read books yeah. and also don't talk to people, you know, there's got to be a psychological thing that because you know it's not a person you're talking to, you can rationalize that as a rational human being.
0: What about the, the idea we hinted at earlier, the idea of uh, sort of the intellectual prejudice? I mean, just because just because you can't see uh, motion images and you maybe read more or can read more doesn't mean you're a smarter person. No, not, at not all. necessarily. <laughs> and what I mean, what would I really become uber literate the way I said I would want to, because we know that prior To the invention of TV, there were plenty
1: of dumb people
0: (laughs) and voluntarily non-reading folk. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, who's to say?
1: It is weird that there's still that gravitas associated with reading because at one point it made sense. Only the rich could afford to learn how to read basically. And so there was a a correlation there. Now, if you don't know how to read, it's either because there's a there's a mental issue and you can't or you're just too fucking lazy and you don't want to. Right. And uh, and but you have the opportunity to. So it's like knowing how to read shouldn't really be a a pedestal type of thing anymore.
0: What you reading for? Because I can. <laughs> Let's flip the coin a little bit. What? Just, pre- su- just suppose with me mm-hmm. if you went the other way and you gave up your, your literacy.
1: I would probably I don't know God that's a good question How about I'll pass it back to you Because that is a I I just never really I was so quick to say I don't want to Well
0: I think a lot of our lives are designed societally speaking for the lowest common denominator You look at street signs and traffic signs They're all shapes Mm -hmm. and they're like symbolic and they don't have a lot of words You know Um, So in that regard. Uh, assuming I was still reasonably intelligent, but just couldn't read or write, which just sounds really fucked up because that's my yardstick for it usually. Um, I could I could live wherever I chose because uh, language wouldn't be that barrier to oh, entry. Right, right, that I right. say as, and that's well, my main reason. Written now. language,
1: but spoken and hearing language, you would still that's true. Know, so that would still be pretty. Difficult. But it'd be
0: like it'd be no harder than living in America.
1: If, so if you couldn't read, would it make sense then to just? go ahead and deafen yourself somehow. Right, just yeah. cut off that just, sense too. Right. That way you legitimately could just live anywhere.
0: Yeah. Everyone already sounds like,
1: wah, 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 wah. they're all Charlie <laughs> yeah. Brown's parents
0: anyway. Yeah. I did a little bit of research about the detriments of illiteracy. And it's the simple things that you would think of, like not, not knowing your rights, um, not uh, understanding laws, mm-hmm. you know, being educated. Uh, democracy, is dependent on an informed electorate which i know sounds weird in this election <laughs> cycle but uh you wouldn't be educated on that who to vote for you couldn't even vote probably because you couldn't register you know mm-hmm. and then there's sort of some deeper seated things that like would you develop uh, a good enough sense of even like right and wrong because people are having to make a lot of decisions for you you know you need a lot of help to, to get through things in, in the day and it made me think that Someone like that might turn more to cheating and crime, and that's a self-propagating cycle. You could OD on medication, can't mm-hmm. read the label. Yeah. Like, oh, four of those ought to do, you know?
1: Yeah. Although I think the Internet of Things is so prevalent now that you could probably scan your prescription.
0: Yes. The Internet of Things, for people don't know, is... Um, Machines talking to machines, basically. Yeah,
1: basically, um, and so I'm. It's probably getting to a point now where you, where most prescriptions maybe come with like a video of someone talking about how to. Right. Um, there's also a big movement. Uh, I come from an SEO, search engine optimization background. And there's a big movement to make sure that websites are accessible, following ADA compliance and things yes. like that. And so that's becoming so much more prevalent. Yeah. And that would basically solve the issues for people who can't read. Um. So I, it's it's getting there. I think uh, in some ways you could also just learn Braille. You know, maybe that does that count?
0: Uh, I think it does. i made me wonder how many blind people do you think just can't be bothered to learn Braille?
1: <laughs> Zero. I right? would say yeah. that is such
0: an essential aspect of their lives. Can you imagine someone just like, oh no, that's a, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd become more vain. I'd, I'd go to the gym a lot more, you know, be better looking cause you know, you don't have literacy anymore. So what do you do? You inflate mm-hmm. what you can, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Are there too many women out there that are really impressed that people can read, though? Not in my experience. <laughs> Again, it's one of those things that most people can do. So, yeah, unfortunately,
0: and then that, that could propagate itself. It could pass itself down onto your next generation. If, if you're if that's the way you are, that's all, you know, I don't know what kind of help helpers you'd have in your life. But then your kids could be similarly. Maybe they learn to read and write, but it's later in life mm-hmm. or, you know.
1: but they, But you had kids. So apparently you did find the girl who, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Goddamn it! <laughs> apparently you did find the girl who didn't care. Yeah, that you couldn't
0: read right. And we got kind of serious in this podcast, didn't we? Ugh,
1: gross. Any, you got
0: any dick jokes over there? Not enough. Not my enough dick is girls? a joke. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Today's sponsor. Um, it's actually it's just a series of emoji. Huh. I guess the theme of the podcast. They must have just assumed Caleb was going to be doing this bit. And anyway, I'll 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 try to uh, use my powers to suss it out. See, we've got a princess, some kissy lips, an eggplant, praying hands. That's a capsule, a stopwatch, a pair of bathtubs, a um, it's a bicep that's flexing. Uh, There's a hammer, some confetti, then a thumbs up, a cigarette. It's a long one. Baby's head, a strike through. And then that, that thing that's like a pile of poo. Um, so I don't know what. Is there's a boner pill, maybe <laughs> it's, uh, some new kind of Cialis that doubles as a contraceptive, but won't constipate you.
1: Oh man, that's a good one. That's it's true though. I mean, sometimes, sometimes your capsule clock bathtub does flex bicep <laughs> hammer. <laughs> I mean, you don't want it to, but no. all of a sudden your, your, your kissy lips are, are eggplanting your praying hands and you're just like, what are you, what are you doing? That's right? kind of, that's sort of
0: the idiocracy of America. You it imagine is. like ads are just going to be like four emoji now because yep. like people are illiterate and shit.
1: But at least they're still interpreting human emotion. I right? guess. I guess. I don't know. Uh, Would well, you like
0: to correct anything that you said previously?
1: Why do you assume that I have something I need to correct? Because you're you. Well, in that case, yeah, I do. I do. It's coincidence, though, uh, that I do. Uh, In episode 243, I claimed that I had used a time machine to travel back in time to make episode 42, this very episode, the most amazing episode ever of important question. Now, in truth, I used the time machine instead to kill baby Hitler, or what I think was baby Hitler. I'm like 70% sure. Either way, the baby was crying a lot, so you're welcome possible parents of maybe baby Hitler.
0: (laughs) Good to see you're putting your powers to good use. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Check us out on Twitter at importantpod. Our website is importantquestionpodcast.com. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Also, you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Important Question Podcast. Leave some comments, keep the discussion going, give us some ideas. We hope you're enjoying this season. And until next week, can anyone tell me if that new show on HBO Vinyl is any good or not? Uh, please describe it in, in detail and don't leave anything out. Important question.